Uh, good evening. Welcome to Simulating Minds. We are your hosts, I am Tamara. I'm Prince Reg. And we're here to simulate your mind. Uh, in honor of Women's Month, and just a few days ago it was Women's Day, we thought we'd bring an interesting, amazing guest on. Um, I'm going to let Prince bring in an intro for you, and we're just going to talk about it. Yeah, no doubt. Definitely going to talk about it. Well, uh, I, I, I want to thank uh, Shanice. Gatewood Ali mm -hmm. for definitely blessing us with her presence. This woman is very strong, um, story to tell, very powerful, encouraging, inspirational. Um, you know, so many adjectives that I can keep going on, but I'll <laughs> let y'all um, listen to the sister. And thank you for her husband as well for coming through, you know, always being a big support. So appreciate you as well, Definitely. King. Um, before we get into it, like Tamara said, this month is Women's Month. Celebration, acknowledgement of women across the entire spectrum. So before we get into that, you know, I'm going to um, bless the audience with a little small piece. This piece is titled Dear Young Woman, and it's a poem of empowerment. So just uh, take a little listen and let's tune in and then we can talk about it. My name is Britta B. And the name of this poem is Dear Young Woman. Dear young woman, I hope you find you. I hope you find love. I see all the armor you wear. I see all the jewels and gems of wisdom you share. It's okay to shine, ma. It's okay to shine. It's okay to have pride, ma. You don't have to live a lie. Don't let the violence fool you into silence, convincing you that you are not worthy of space and time. You might not know it yet, but you got a multi-dimensional set of eyes looking out for you. Trust that what is meant for you is relying on you to show up. Show up. You can lose your religion, but you will never lose your spirit. Each of your breaths have minds and lives of their own. I doubt we'll ever know the true impact of our presence. What a blessing. Young woman, I wish you enough. I wish you enough time for all of your skills and talents. I wish you more. I wish you more revelations than disrespects and regrets. And I beg you to believe yourself more than your parents ever did carry out your curiosities in spite of the corruptions you experience you let yourself free when you let yourself forgive and so when you do and I know you will I hope you find you I hope you find love again. That was beautiful. Yeah, wow. I might have to borrow that. That was very send, nice. Yeah, send me that. I got you. I got you. I'll send that to the email. Got wow. you. Um, as Tamara loved to say, let's talk about it. Talk about who you are, what you do. Um, let the audience know. So it's all on you. Oh, thank you. So my name is Shanice Gatewood Ali. I am the CEO and founder of We Are Phenomenal Women. And also I'm a life coach. I'm a mother, wife, grandmother <laughs> to a five-year-old. And he keeps me busy. Um, whew, what else I do? Let me see. What else? I'm a part of a podcast, Speak Your Mom podcast with the Ali's. I am now an author. <laughs> yes. I, oh, my hands is everywhere, wherever I can. I'm from Harlem coming out to Brooklyn. Mm. Brooklyn. <laughs> BK, baby, baby. Represent. So I appreciate and I'm honored for this evening. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um... What How else? did you get here? Ooh. And I'm yeah. not talking about, you know, I know. about, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but how did you get to How this did point? I get to this yeah. point? Um, 
I am a survivor for 20 plus years of uh, domestic violence. I went through sexual abuse as well at the age of 10, my brother's father. Um, yeah, I, I say who it is because we're not hiding no more. That's right. It's time for us That's to right. stand up. Enough is enough. Holding on to people's secrets. <laughs> Balling, have that secret inside of you will have you messed up. Once I let all that stuff go, I found the husband. <laughs> so I was abused. My daughter father at the age of 18. I thought I was in love. Then family violence, of course. Went through family violence. My mother was a strict parent. By her being a strict parent and I was the only child I wanted to run the streets. I wanted to be a child. I wanted to be happy. I didn't want to hold on, stay in the house, watch the kids, cook. I didn't want to do that no more. Mm -hmm. So I found myself running away. So I ran away, ran into the arms of my abuser. He protected, you know. He made sure nobody didn't bother me, nothing. You know, my mother, nothing. And I felt secured. Meanwhile, he was hitting me upside the head with a, a remote control, punching me, stabbed me one time, choked me, had me up on the wall just because I didn't want to. I was at his friend's house. No, he was at his friend's house playing the game. I went there because now that I ran away, I had to stay his house. Mm -hmm. His mother didn't know I was there. She was a West Indian woman. She was not playing. So I was in a little box room with him. Mm -hmm. And when I went to his friend's house, because I'm like, I don't want to be outside no more. Come on, let's go. Me and him getting into a big argument, choked me, and my feet was just dangling from the floor. So... After that, for so many years, of course, <laughs> I had low self-esteem. Um, I was hurting on the inside. I thought I was the only one who could go through this. Who else was going through this? Called my cousin every day in this little small box room, and she just said, you deserve better. I didn't think so. I thought I was, you know, I didn't know what I was thinking. I just felt like at that time, I deserved better. But those words stayed in my head. You deserve better. Can I come and beat him up? And of course, she's a woman, right? So, well, she, she wasn't a woman, 18, 19 years old. He doing this to me. I'm not going to put you in this situation. So, after a while, I got pregnant. Once, when I got pregnant, my daughter was about three years old, and him and I argued. He hit me so hard, I fell to the floor. And as I always tell this story, because I need people to understand when you are fighting with, in front of your children, how it affects them at whatever age. My daughter was trying to get off the bed to come and get her mother off the floor. Mm. This is when I'm like, I'm looking up at her and she's like, mommy, you know, she's trying to get off the floor. I called the cops. The cops said, well, he said you hit him and duh. If I arrest him, I got to arrest you and your child is going to services. I said, no, forget it. Why? Because I did not want my daughter to be in a situation. Three years old. Mm -hmm. A lot of those places, they do the babies wrong. I didn't want her to have to experience something like that at the age of three, right? I finally got out now I'm living in my own apartment 
in my apartment, you know, in the car, majority of us is driving. So we have those cherry smell block of smell goods in our, in our car. So I love to put them in the house. My daughter here smelled like cherries. This man knew what building I lived in, but didn't know what apartment. He stalked. He went to every door and smelt it to find out which one was mine. Knocks on the door. Who is it? <laughs> and when I heard his voice, and my daughter's like, it's daddy, it's daddy. I'm like, oh my God. Nervous. Mm -hmm. I was so nervous, scared. The thought of what I went through came back to my head. And then I was just like, what are you doing here? Like, how did you know I was here? He told me he went to each door and smelt it out. I'm like, are you kidding me? So now, years later, he tried to get at me again. <laughs> you guys are the very much, y'all the first ones I'm about to tell this part. And this is the truth. Years later, him, his mother, and his wife now came into the store. And when you from the, I'm not from the streets, but you already know when it's time to get down, it's time to get down, right? So I'm seeing everybody coming, this, coming down the aisles. I'm like, what the? They trying to jump me, you know? They was on 136th Street. And we actually, and I'm telling you, no lie. We find, I jumped him. Me and my brother jumped him. And that was my justice that day. This is when I was able to get my control back. My brother had him up and <laughs> won them. <laughs> and I was, I didn't care if I heard it or did it. I didn't care. I was able to give him back something that he did to me. So you got your power back. Yes, I did. Him. Mm. So, just for the good people, what is a part of domestic violence, just for those who may not know? Because somebody might be in a situation, mm -hmm. right, and not be aware that they are experiencing mm -hmm. some form of domestic violence. Absolutely. So, there's so many different types, right? So, you got the verbal. So, I'm going to break all of them down. The verbal is when you're ugly. Nobody wants you. These are some of the words I heard. <clears throat> you will never amount to nothing. All of these things to lower your self-esteem. Verbal abuse. Then you got the physical. So every a lot of females I know and men would say, I'm not in no domestic violence relationship because that person never hit me. Right. No. You got verbal. You have emotional you have financial, you have spiritual. When somebody tell you you can't go serve your God, whatever <coughs> that God is. Correct. You can't go to church. What? <laughs> spiritual, financial, okay? So then when somebody tell you you can't work or go to your job and stalk you, that's another form of domestic violence. Go to your job, stalk you, What's going to happen when your boss keeps seeing this person doing the things that they're doing? Right. You're going to lose your job. Right. It's true. So then, now, once your money is taken away, you have to depend on who? The abuser. The abuser. Mm -hmm. Okay? So then you got the emotional part. When somebody tears you down... You are constantly thinking in your head as I was, and I'm a bear witness to this, I would never amount to nothing. This is why I constantly push now to do better, right. to do more, to get more, go to school. At that time, I wasn't in school. At that time, running away from mom, I'm not in school. Right. I went to college. I got my associates, my bachelors. I'm trying to get my master's now. I'm a life coach. I'm just busy, busy, busy. 
I need to get educated on so much because nobody never going to tell me I, could, I would never amount to nothing. Mm-hmm. Never. The physical, the eyes, the stabs. Even if somebody disrespects you and spray you in the face with something. Physical abuse. Somebody taking your power away from you, telling you you cannot wear certain clothes because why? Before you met me, I was wearing these clothes. Oh, okay, so you don't like the fact that people was giving me compliments. Oh, that's what it is. So I think I got them all. If I did, we go, I will always go back to them. But that's, that's a part. I do support groups for our women. That's great. Yes. That's I do support groups because we need it. And then we start having men as long as the woman was okay. For example, my husband is there. Y'all okay with him being here? Y'all good? Okay. After that, another man will, listen, that's your man. Is it okay? Because I want to make sure nobody's in jeopardy. Nobody feeling like, oh, my God, this is somebody I used to date or whatever. Yeah, anything could trigger anything. Right. Yeah. You know, so we start having some of the men's there. Then I do bullying events with the teenagers. Well, they're not really teens. They're five, fifth graders. <laughs> they think they're grown, so <laughs> I do bullying events. I go to the school, speak to them about bullying. I do Zooms with our youth ambassador. He, you know do that. I'm there to oversee it, but I'm very much vested in my work because I was once a victim of domestic violence. Or a survivor, rather. Right, right. Definitely. What do you tell young women Mm -hmm. and men who are going through domestic violence? Like, what jewels, what type of tips, what type of tips would you uh, give them to, like, how to remove themselves out of that element. First of all, we need people to recognize that you are in a domestic violence relationship. Mm -hmm. If you do not recognize that you are in a domestic violence relationship, you're going to be in there. Find help. Talk to somebody. Find help. Talk to somebody. Because if you find yourself um, in this as you hear me, and then we also have sexual abuse. Just because you have a a mate, a man, a husband, a girlfriend, a wife, whatever it is, and this person is is taking your your uh, your love, mm-hmm. that is sexual abuse. Okay. So, like I said, recognize that you are in a domestic violence relationship, and realize that you can get out. There is a safe way out. You just have to find the right people to help you. But also, you know, for those who may recognize and know that they're in a situation, because mm-hmm. um, most people, most, I'm not going to say everybody, most people do recognize when they're in some form of dysfunction. Mm-hmm. But what happens when they're scared to leave? Because the person might be taking care of them. Or they have nowhere other options, or that's what they may feel that there's no mm-hmm. other options. What do you say to those people? Well, this is why we are phenomenal women. Continue to do the work that we do, because if you are in that type of situation, and you feel like there's no way out, there is. We will either we we'll help you, or we have some other sources that will help and direct you. A lot of females are scared. Right. A lot. I was one, scared, didn't want to go nowhere. But you can get out. You have children, no excuses for somebody to disrespect you. None. Like I've written inside of the book, we talked about that in a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, un- uh, behavior can be unlearned only when you recognize is a behavior that needs to be unlearned. Right. One more time, a little louder for the good people in the back, because that's my favorite thing to say. Oh, really? Yeah, it is. Okay. I feel like we can unlearn so many things. Yes. 
So, a behavior that you learned mm -hmm. can be unlearned only when you recognize that this behavior needs to be unlearned. Correct. Correct. And, and, I, and I think that is important for you to repeat that because, you know, I think many times we become a victim of our own circumstances, mm -hmm. right? And in order for you to want better, mm -hmm. you have to do better. Absolutely. So if you feel like you're not worthy of yourself because of somebody else, that's some work that needs to be done with you. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I thought that was important. But but please, let's tap into the book. <laughs> let's tap into that book, definitely. Let's tap into the book. <laughs> so I Am Phenomenal is a, a collection of affirmation and quotes yes. that my sister and I put together. We put that together. Um, and the that's my copy, so it's a little different than hers. So you, can we purchase these? Do yes, have definitely. Copies? Yes, okay, yes. Perfect. So what is... What I chose to do, because my sister's was on my uh, pre-Valentine's Day event, and my sister <laughs> actually, for the very first time, said that she was also um, a victim of domestic violence. Mm -hmm. And it broke her uh, in a way because she's like, I, didn't, I never said it out loud. I just kept it inside. This is gorgeous. So with that, the book... Is, is a is a journal book. You're able to write in it. I see. Yeah, you're able to write notes to yourself. I ask you questions. Remember, I'm a life coach, right? So I put a little of that in here too. <laughs> so it's reflections of beautiful pictures. We own those pictures as well. <laughs> Everything is 100% legit. And I also wanted my sister, like when, I, when I'm gone, I want our legacy to still be floating around. So I was like, come on, sister, let's do this. And she was very much happy because it healed her too. Wow. Mm -hmm. So in the process, in the process of, of your, uh, I just got distracted. Because of the picture? It was gorgeous. Yes. Was, sorry. <laughs> uh, show the good people the picture. Um, based on your journey, is that when you found out your sister also mm -hmm. suffered mm -hmm. and dealt with violence? Mm-hmm. Is that when you found out? Is that what I heard you say? I found out. I found out right before we did the pre Valentine's Day event, and actually, Stuart, they um, sponsored the clothes to our plus size women, mm -hmm. and I always, <laughs> I always want to give back to all size women, of course, but Ashley Stewart is one that always gives us the clothing. So my sister, I'm like, you know, I'm doing this event. And she's like, well, I wish I could be there. She lives in Pennsylvania. And I'm like, well, you know, it's for survivors. This is our makeup time. I'll get them dressed up. And she's like, well, you know, I'm a, I went to domestic violence. And I'm like, what? Like, y'all know this is what I talk about all the time. Yeah. Why y'all just now telling me? And then, of course... Matter of fact, no, it was way before that. We kind of sensed it because the day that um, my husband and I got married, she was going through something, and we were like, what the heck is going on? She's like, I'm not coming home right now. I'm at my sister's wedding. And I'm like, hang up the damn phone. Right. <laughs> like, what's going on? This is a happy moment. Right. And that is when I picked up something, but she didn't say it. Right. So saying it and actually assuming two different things. is two different things. Yeah. You know, so, yes, yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. So when was this? What at what year was that? Um, of her letting us know mm -hmm. or something I was sensing? No, her letting you guys know. Was that last year? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, last year. So, you know, with that, and my other sister, she gone through emotional abuse with her baby, her kid's father. And this is when I found out everything. And I'm like, you know, a sister, older sister reaction is like, let me. And I, I'm like, I can't do that. <laughs> I go on the, So now doing this with my sister, helped her, talking with her, you know, seeing where she at, how she feel. She got a divorce. She just really, 
she loving her peace now. Mm. And I was telling her, if somebody disturb your peace, it's time to go. Mm. I don't give a doggone who they are. I don't care. It could be a parent. I don't care who it is. If they disturbing your peace, let that be light out that door. <laughs> well, the darkness. Right. Right, right, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is hot in here, good people. I wish I could feel the heat. It's the topic right That's now. That's beautiful. Yeah. Button to turn it off. Yeah. Wow. Another picture. Another beautiful picture. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Lift up. Thank you. Very nice. Mm-hmm. So, I, I love the mission, and I support it. But at what point did you sit down and say, I, I need to write a book, or I need to get this word out in a different way? Um, how did you uh, connect with the, the many people that you connected with to get this word out? Um, well, writing this, or preparing this, or doing all the... And trust me, every night <laughs> in the, on the computer... I want to say I did this to help others, but also my sister, mm. to get her involved with something. Right. Right. So while doing this, did that trigger stuff that maybe you mm. wanted to no. not re- retouch on again? No. My, my book is going to Black, um, Black Cries Matter. That's the name of my next book. And that's mm. my personal book. Black Prize Matter? Black Cries Matter. Tears. Ooh. Black Cries. Yeah. Oh. So on the cover is a little girl with two ponytails, and you just see the, the tears falling. Mm. And at the bottom is red, and it says Black Cries Matter. I cannot wait to read that. Yeah, yes. definitely. Yeah. That's definitely. The, the title itself sounds powerful. Yeah, yeah. I keep putting it down because I'm like... So, quick question. So, yes. when you putting those books together, is it is it therapeutic in any type of way? Or? Yes. Um, the Black Cries Matter. That's a little, cause I'm going far back. I'm going back in six, childhood, right? sixth, seventh grade. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's like, uh, you know, he read it. My husband read it. He was like, whew. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, keep going, babe, keep going. But I got the woo because it, it touched him. Mm-hmm. I know. actually do have a question for your husband. Okay. Now that you say that, um, you, you could just speak loud. But how is it being with someone who is a survivor? <laughs> how do you process? I'm pretty sure, you know, this is the, her work. This is her mission. But it's also something that she's experienced. So how do you process like being as supportive supportive as you can be? But I'm pretty sure there are times that emotions may come out that is just like, okay, this is because of what she has endured. So how do you support that, or how do you c- cope and, and and be a support system? Well, um, first of all, I had to be um, mature, right? It took me a while to get. To where I'm at because of what I've been through in my journey. Right. So I have I was I was able and prepared to be more um, accepting of different people's uh, mindsets or whatever. So have you? But first thing I had to really do was to do the knowledge. Right. Mm-hmm. I had to actually learn about what she was presenting. Right. And then once I learned about it through various events, seminars, because that's how we first met. Mm-hmm. We first met. Um, she put a call out for 50 people to come out and march against domestic violence. Mm. And I answered the call on Facebook. I was going to bring my daughter, but, you know, you know how that thing go with the mother or the children. She didn't want me, her to come or whatever, but I still came. Okay. And, we, and, you know, I supported her in the march. And she was, you know, she was out there advocating against domestic violence, and the message was strong. Mm. So I'm like, I like this sister. I'm going to support her. So I came out and we went to various radio stations and she had various <laughs> events and I started to learn about the knowledge of domestic violence and the different criteria that it takes to be um, a survivor of domestic violence or to be going through domestic violence, the red flags of domestic violence. And I learned that a lot of the situations I was having in my relationships were domestic violence mm. on both sides. You wow. understand what I'm saying? So, 
Look at that. Mm-hmm. Through that, you know, I started to understand her more. And like they say, in my culture, it says that understanding is the best part. So I was able to understand her more. So when she was going through her things or certain things she reacted to that I was doing, I could understand why she felt like that because of what she'd been through. Mm-hmm. So we was able to work more things out. And then we, we actually had to go and get some professional counseling as well mm-hmm. because that's needed sometimes. Sometimes you have to have a mediator in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So we had to have that too. So And when we did that, it brought out more things mm-hmm. from our both, both of our past and we were able to get a better understanding of each other. And that's how we did that. When you did the... Uh the therapy or counseling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you do, do it prior to being married or during the marriage? During the marriage. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was very helpful because I learned so much more. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, us females, we are open book. We just, ah! Men be like this. Nah. I'm, but then, when the person, right, I'm good. Nah, I'm good. I love but then when somebody helped bring that out, <laughs> they helped bring it out, they like, you have no other choice but to answer the question. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like. <laughs> Are, do you find yourself more open to un, maybe uncomfortable topics now because, you know, you are a part of the mission now? Well, now, you know. Um, I facilitate classes mm-hmm. with the men, so oh, <laughs> I do, I do the work too. So, okay. And then sometimes, you know, she might have to do an event, so I would go and, and run a support group for her with the women. Yep. So, like, I, in fact, I'm, I'm going to take it even a step further. <laughs> when I went to get my master's degree, I actually did projects on domestic violence. So, mm. you know, so, like, it's really been ingrained in my work as well now. Wow, that's mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. <laughs> the tag team is crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, it seemed like you guys work really well together, and that's mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. Um, as you as you keep this grind and mm-hmm. keep this message going, it's good to have somebody, you know, that understands. Yes. Sometimes, you know, you can have a spouse or a partner that just probably feels like the the attention is all on them mm-hmm. and not not on me. Right. But he's a part of it, and I think that's pretty dope. Yes, indeed. Um, That's pretty dope. Actually, you know, people in Harlem really, really love him a lot. That they got him facilitating different events too. So yeah, the tag team is crazy. (laughs) Y'all booked and busy, huh? Yeah. That's a good thing. Yes, indeed. Definitely. That's a good thing. So, so what is this? Is this is what you wrote? Yes. So it in the book, the right, the completed book. With this, with this page mm-hmm. is this poem, and it's, I am phenomenal. I am phenomenal, and I demand my power now. I am a powerful woman. I am wise and gorgeous. I am deserving of love and respect. I am my own woman. I am a queen. Mm. Bashanese Gate with Ali. So this is like a self-affirmation <clears throat> mm-hmm. for one to constantly repeat to herself. Self, that's right. 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 Mm-hmm. After having gone through any traumatic, any um, domestic, whatever um, experience. Yes. Mm-hmm. To regain that power again. Yes, because gotcha. you got to constantly say it to yourself. You know, when my cousin said what she said to me, I did not believe so. Until I kept saying it to myself, like, I do deserve better. You know, and... You know, you get a little cocky with it, like, that's right, you do deserve better. (laughs) But, you know, at the end of the day, I really, really have to learn what is it that I deserve? Because just because you say, I deserve better, what is it that you deserve? Mm. So now you got to break all that stuff down. Happiness. Somebody loving me. But it took me a while. Please understand Nothing is, I am 47 years old, and I'm proud to say, mm. I got married, thank you, at the age of, what, 45, I think? Yeah, 45, 45, 46, somewhere oh, around so there. So you're a newlywed. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is mm-hmm. cute. Okay. So this is what I'm saying. I, I had to learn myself and what I want, what I would not allow anyone to do to me anymore. So... The whole B word, I don't even, boop, 
not even my friends, family members. Hey, B, I, those are fighting words to me. Don't say that. I'm very much old school. <laughs> Don't do that. We wish you were on our last show. Oh, really? About that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, next time, call and tell me to call in. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, one of my cousins said that. Hey, B, what's up? And I'm like, wait, hold up. Oop. I'm. What am I to you? You're my cousin. Okay. What's my name again? Shanice. Oh, okay. So let's keep that going because that word is not on my birth certificate. That's right. That's Plain right. and simple. So. That that word I do not take. Thank you, thank you, though, yeah. <laughs> for listening. <laughs> no, definitely. Um, and I think also too, you said something about the work of knowing what you deserve. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times, people know that they deserve more, mm -hmm. but they don't know the process of how to get there. I I really think that be like that, that stuck point for many people. Mm -hmm. um, for whatever. It doesn't even have to be in a domestic violence case. Mm -hmm. It could be, you know, family, mm -hmm. job. It doesn't matter what it is. Mm -hmm. You know you can add more to a company. Mm -hmm. You know you could be more in a, in a relationship. But when you are uncomfortably comfortable in situations, mm. it keeps <laughs> you stuck. That's the problem. My job just recently, I was working part-time. I am not full-time. But they call me and say, hey, can you uh, manage three shelters? Oh, three shelters? Okay. How about you give me more money? That's right. The money they was trying to give me, called my husband said, listen, da, 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 da. He said, da, da, da. I believe I want $45,000. Whatever the amount is, this is what I'm saying. You got to know what you want. What is your worth as a man, as a woman, as the man? I, I, I big y'all up because y'all deal with a lot of disrespect. Mm -hmm. A lot. Disrespect from your own people, your family, your friends, girlfriends, whoever. You do not deserve that. Thank you. I'm glad that you brought that up because, you know, this topic is not... Even though this is a women's month, men get disrespected and violated and, and, and demise as well. All the um, time. So, so we want to talk about people. Right. You know? Right. For, Absolutely. To be politically correct. I don't even want to say male or female. So I'm just going to say people. People. Okay. Um, We're going to keep that on people. Yeah. <laughs> However, people. Um, it was humans. one event, right, that too. We had an event. My very first time having a pre-Valentine's Day event. And it was a bouncer to a DJ that was there. This guy stood up. He was tall. And he was like, I want to talk. So he's looking dead at me. I'm like, okay. So he wanted to share his story. And what happened, the guy said he's staying at this girl's house. He just coming from parole or something. And the girl did not want him to leave or go anywhere. What did she do? If you try to leave, I'm going to call your parole officer and tell him. That is domestic violence. Mm. Threatening someone's freedom, people. Right. Trying to control their whereabouts. Yeah. That is domestic violence. Well, let's talk about that word, control. Oh, okay. Uh and since it's Women's Day, I, I'm me going me to... Let me pull my mic up. Yeah, since, since, since it's Women's Day, I think we could tap into that word. Um, I've actually been told that I'm controlling. Oh, that's why. I have. And um, ever where, since where I was... Where you going, Where you going? Ever since I was told that, um, first and foremost, I denied it fully. Secondly, I, I got angry. Mm. Because uh, I felt like I was being disrespected by mm. the comment. Mm. And then once I started simmering on down and, you know, I didn't want to react. I wanted to have a response. Mm -hmm. I realized that I might have traits of being controlled. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, and, and the reason why is because I'm the oldest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, I understand. I know, I know and, and I'm not trying to make an excuse. Mm -hmm. um, this, is, this is a transparent moment. Mm -hmm. 
being the oldest, having responsibility, mm-hmm. um, taking, being, being not a boss, but like, you know, right now I'm in a prime of my life where I kind of, I oversee people. So mm-hmm. everywhere, every direction that I have, mm-hmm. I am the superior. Mm-hmm. I still don't like the word controlling. Just, 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 I don't like the word controlling. Mm-hmm. However, I, if anybody has been called that before you react to it, maybe you need to think about mm-hmm. things that you may say or how you may act. But I will say I can be uh, passive, passively aggressive at times mm-hmm. because of every direction I go through or mm-hmm. go or have, I am the superior one. Mm-hmm. I am the... The, the head queen in charge. Okay. Well, there you go. All right. I love so, that. So, <laughs> sometimes it's hard for me to have to uh, submit. That. Relinquish that authority. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or be submissive. Mm-hmm. Right? As mm-hmm. much as I have those capabilities in certain, you know, you know, whatever, places or whatever. So, for those who are being called controlling, <laughs> please identify yourself because self-awareness will take you further than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely want to talk about that because mm-hmm. sometimes language is, is very powerful. Oh, and absolutely. we can't just say things because it just sounds good. Like, mm-hmm. I am superior. I am not controlling good people. <laughs> um, I might have them little tendencies at times, but there's no harm, no intent. Mm-hmm. But if, if having those... Tendency sometimes is it's still a form of control, though, right? Because you have because you have because you have the tendencies. Okay. And if you're not, and the only reason why you, you know because of what you just said, mm-hmm. the only reason why you're aware of it now is because somebody brought it to your attention. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, a and few that, times and some. Right. So mm-hmm. that's when I was just like, okay, clearly this has got to be the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but nobody nobody characterizes me. Nobody can dictate who I am. I right. stand very firm right. in who okay. I am. Okay. That is a person. One thing I realize, I acknowledge people experience with me. Mm-hmm. That is not who I am. You've experienced my moment of mild control. Mm-hmm. But mild that is control. not who I am. <laughs> mild control. I love the way she just, uh, you know, justified. So I think, I think we need to talk about that because you made a good point as a form of abuse. Mm-hmm. But and when I go back to language, sometimes it might not be control. Maybe somebody is the higher authority in their household or in their job or in whatever the case may be. Right. And, I, and it's sad to say, since we're talking about the the phenomenal woman mm-hmm. as women and as a black woman mm-hmm. I struggle with always coming off oh you're aggressive and you're that and I'm not even that person so let's <laughs> talk about that like why because I'm black and I, I'm I, I'm educated and I don't want to tolerate no shit mm. that makes me now aggressive and the b word Mm-mm. and mean and controlling Mm-mm. can we talk about that sure. because whoever says that isn't that a form of abuse right mm. Right. Whoever Mic drop. Ooh. Whoever says it's a <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, I, I definitely want to say when it comes down to relationships, someone always want to feel like they are above the, the next one, man or woman. I understand that. But sometimes you got to meet at a certain ground. Like, for example, I've been single woman for five years. I've never been married. So my husband and I, we take the, the bags. So he would take eight bags, and I'd be like, <laughs> I would try to take as many bags as he have, or you know. And he's like, listen, and this is when I had to really check myself. Mm. Mm. He says, you are the woman. I got you. And to me, I felt like, what? But I had to come to terms I would break down if I carry too many heavy bags. You know, it's just, I had to fall back and be like, you know what? He's right. Let me relax. Let him take the garbage out. Let him, you know, because if you're playing man and he's doing man. Who's who's, the man? Who's the man? (laughs) Who's being the feminine? Who's being the female? A lot of masculine energy in that that room. Right. Right. So it was like. Somebody got to, and when you're doing it for so long, I definitely understand. I I have a, it's six of us. And I'm the oldest of everybody. Uh You know, so I understand when you want to, no, you're going to do this, but 
Somewhere down the road, you got to fall back and let people go ahead and do their own thing. Now, as in a black woman, I love that piece. I love what you said about that. We don't have to announce it. <laughs> you see it in my face. I am a black woman. And the way you talk to me, I am a black, educated, powerful woman because I'm not going to allow you to speak to me any kind of way. Right. But, but so that comes that's being aggressive. checked. No. You don't have... No. Excuse me. I'm not that B word. Check them. Early. Especially when we get into relationships. He slip up. And then you let it go. And then he say it again. Don't get mad when he say it again. Because mm -hmm. you didn't check him at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Or he want to do one of these. Well, <laughs> you know, one of that. No, don't do that. Mm -hmm. I've been through X, Y, and Z. And if you cannot respect my space, then I need to put you on a... a, a, a a 90-day furlough. <laughs> you know, one of those things like, yeah, your time is up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So being playful, can that also translate into, like, being domestically violent towards your partner? Meaning Whoa. saying playful things. Uh, or, like what? Um, <laughs> you saw me yeah, like, right? what? Like yeah. what? Right, right. I don't know, not like... Um, yeah, not, definitely not to be yeah, like... like Come here, chubby. Tell it, tell it. Oh, like, no, something no, like no, that. No, no. Like, no, I don't think. I think behind joke. every joke, there's a the truth. Okay. Though. Right. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. That would um, only make her feel like um, mm. you are fat or she is chubby. Mm. So how about if you, if you allow me to say, oh, you got a little ding. Right. Well, come on, little ding-a-ling. Right. Did you what, like, what, you know, what, 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 how would you how feel about that? How would you feel that? behind that? It's true, so I don't, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so it wouldn't fit me, so. Oh. Well, the reason why I said that is because that's like your pride. Right. So that's why I said that, you know, or come here ugly, you know, after a while you're going to be like, damn. Am I really ugly? Right. It's true. That is a good point. Mm -hmm. That's a good question that you pose, though. Because some people probably do joke like that, and they think they're just being funny, and then three days later, what, what, what's, what's wrong? And you got a whole attitude. Right. You forgot what you told me. Right. I thought we was just playing. Right. Oh, you can't take a joke. And I'm one, I cannot take a joke. Because mm -hmm. I take people very literal and very serious. Mm -hmm. And you're controlling. Ooh! Stop. So anyway, <laughs> with the controlling part... <laughs> I'm happy that you recognized it by someone letting you know, more, I guess, more than one time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you need a, a, a microphone check. Mm -hmm. Every now and then we need to get checked because we go on, whoever, going like they are perfect. I am not harming you. I'm not this. But this is the way I'm, I am. And you might throw off, not you per se, but someone would throw that energy out there and then people would be like, you see how she acts? She controlling. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you're like, I'm like this. So if you had an open conversation with the person, like I'm like this because of X, Y, and Z. Oh, now I understand. Mm -hmm. Well, this is the first time I ever said this on... On, on with well, the good people. Well, I ain't well, never told I nobody shared, that. you shared. How about right, that? Right, right, right. <laughs> now, one thing I'm very good at, I will always take accountability for myself. That's good. Like, if I'm wrong, I will apologize. I, I will take for my wrongdoing. I'll do that. Mm -hmm. um, and, and But years ago, I would have been like, mm -hmm. I would have been blue in the face. I would have been like, I didn't do anything <laughs> wrong. So that's how I know there's power and growth. Mm -hmm. um, that's but uh, well, congratulations to you, you, black woman. <laughs> I know your husband has something he wanted to say. Yes. What you want to say, Lord? So, um, much like y'all, my mother is the oldest of 16 children. Wow. Right? Um, she's the boss of the house. My father is more laid back. But now the issue is that she's 80-some years old. My father passed away from the coronavirus. Oh, I'm sorry. Right? Mm -hmm. She's so used to being controlling and controlling everyone around her that she's unbearable and can't nobody come in the house with her. And she needs the help, but she won't get it. Mm. So now it's, it's, it's creating a situation where she may end up alone and she's getting forgetful, dementia, all of these different things, but 
Can't nobody bear to live with her. Mm. So, check. Well, I'm not that bad. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, you know, that not bad but, could but grow into... start into bad. Right, I got right. You. So, that's something that we all have to um, check within ourselves. That's, that's a good point. Well, accountability will take you a very long way. Yes, um, indeed. Indeed. The truth hurts. Of course it does. Of course it does. And and I'm not saying that was the truth. When I say the truth hurts, it's, it's more like identifying your mm-hmm. own self. Like, mm-hmm. damn, I got some stuff with me. I'm, and I don't condone myself being perfect by any means. <laughs> no, no. Right? But I'm pretty decent. I'm pretty See? okay. Oh, but right? in your mind, you know, you, you're, you're perfect in your mind, in yourself. For yourself. Mm-hmm. I am like this because of this, this, this. I'm good. But then you got some other stink, stink stuff. And somebody had to dig up like, you controlling. Right. Yeah. Right. But it's okay. At the end of the day, we all have stuff. Mm-hmm. And we all need to work with whatever it is. If I hurt him, I hurt her, whoever it hurts, let me know so I can take accountability. And say, I'm sorry. Right. A lot of us don't do that. Mm-hmm. Just today, he was at the gym. And there was a woman working out. And it was a man working out. So I guess social distancing, right? So she says to him, can you kind of like move over a little bit? He was like, not nah, be Calling her all of her, out of her name. Mm-hmm. Now this woman is 60s. And the dude is like in his 40s. So he's like, go talk to him. I'm not saying sorry to her. Duh. But see, once you just say, my bag, I'm sorry, it's all right. Because I know you got some issues. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have something that needs to be checked on, which him and another brother had checked on. But the brother, the other brother checked, um, said sorry to the guy, his friend, and didn't say sorry to him or the woman. Mm. So what he did, he went and said sorry to the lady mm-hmm. for his actions. Mm-hmm. We need more brothers like that. We have a woman in Harlem, and him and I was out there, that got beat up, bit, whatever, by the liquor store or outside the liquor store. And the first thing people say is, what did she do? She didn't have to do anything. She could easily say, nah, I got this, I'm good. And you're going to do all that to her? I think you mentioned that story. Yeah, we spoke about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. We spoke about that when we were talking about coping skills. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's sad because it goes on on a regular basis. Yeah. So now I'm working on, let's get a bill for us. <laughs> Not for no one else, but for us. Because the... Disrespect for the black woman is ridiculous. And you know. to, re- and, and oh, to, to to add on to that, yes. you're right. To add on to that, um, and you know, before we go, <clears throat> definitely want you to give the Please. audience, you know, how to contact you and everything. But I do listen to you. I I watch and listen to your podcast, and I remember you were talking about some guy. Um, he started this movement about protecting the Asians, mm-hmm. not against anyone, right? The, but the, the who? The Asians. Asians. Asians, yeah, from the uh, attacks that they were getting, mm-hmm. right? But who's starting this campaign to making sure black women get home safely, black men get to their building safely, mm-hmm. our black people? You dig where I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it's crazy. Like like she said, have a bill for us. You dig where I'm coming from? So that way we can protect us. It goes goes back to that clothing line, FUBU, you know what I mean? It's like for us by, by us. us. You think yeah. we're coming from? So mm-hmm. everything that we're doing is for us and it's by us to protect us. So Right. Yeah. It's time. It's time. Yeah. It is time. The Asian folks don't have nothing against anyone because my little cousin is Asian. But they had a bill whereas if you're scared, somebody's on the corner of whatever block or, or from the train station will walk you home? What? What the heck? Okay, fine. 
remind you that Asian folks don't do nothing for the black community. Mm. Take our money, feed us this garbage food, <laughs> and we still, and, and where did they go? They went to <laughs> Nan. They went to Nan, our shopping. It's time for, I'm telling you, I want to put something together. If anyone is out there that want to be a part of the movement that I'm working on, you, have you can us. reach me. <laughs> you can yes. definitely reach uh, wearephenomenalwoman.com. Please go on that website. Um, if you get lost or confused, there's three little dots. You click it, contact us. Automatically come to me. Yes. So wearephenomenalwoman.com. Support groups, the bill, our black agenda. Stop saying you don't know what you want. We got medical issue. We got food issue. We got so many different issues going on. Within our community. Within our own community. Just a minute ago, while we was driving, the other part down the block wasn't wearing no masks. Mm -hmm. Get over here. Everybody wearing a mask. And over there was dirty. Mm. No mask. Mm. And we just did at least five blocks driving. Mm. Come over here. It's a little cleaner, thank God. But everybody's wearing their mask. Mm. What, what's going on? Yeah. I tell people all the time, especially with women, women should not have to, black women should not have to suffer. No more. I mean, men too, but because it's Women's Month, I want to represent us. But for sure, like, Women shouldn't have to suffer. You shouldn't suffer for love. Nothing. Nothing. But you got to know what you want. So I'm going to leave this. Yes. Right? Conclude us. In order, us <laughs> in order to know what to rebuild, excuse me, in order to know what to rebuild, we must first investigate to find out what is, what is destroyed in order to know to restore we must first analyze to find out what is lost. Mm -hmm. In order to heal, we must first examine to properly diagnose the places where the disease exists. And since we are first rebuilding, restoring, and healing ourselves, we must endure very uh, 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 thoroughly, uh, 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 a real self-examination of personal self-analyzing. So you have to internally find out what is going on within yourself. Mm. EIP. Oh yeah, for sure. All right. How can I? How can I say I want a husband when I don't? I got all these issues. Mm. How can I Would say I want? Would you marry yourself? That's the question. Right. So Would you marry yourself? I think I think people need to. Would you date yourself? These are that's a good point. That's a great point. Mm -hmm. If you don't, if you won't date yourself, don't expect nobody else to date you. Hello. Mm. <laughs> well, so, tell our people, tell our stimulators where you. to find you. Once again, at the website, wearephenomenalwoman.com. dot com mm -hmm. is up and running. Please use it. Get on it. Um, as soon as you click on. You can, um, the email go straight directly to me. And you see all the beautiful things that I'm doing. Also, for Mother's Day, I am going to a shelter. I will be giving out 48 bags or gift bags or whatever anyone would like to donate. Um, if you want to donate quotes, something inspiring, some information, how they could contact you. Everybody needs somebody to talk to, right? Nail polish, brushes, combs, whatever it is, socks, whatever it is that you want to give from your heart, mm. please reach out. We are phenomenalwoman.com, and that way I can do what I got to do. And I put everything on Facebook so you know that I did this. Um, for Christmas, we gave toys to three shelters. Wonderful. Mm. Yep. Um, I was do you have Instagram and Facebook? Yeah, that's what I'm about like to, to ask. Um, well, that's my personal. Okay. <laughs> okay. But you did mention earlier the uh, podcast. You yes. Want to that oh, as well? Speak Your Mind podcast with the Ali's. And also, that's on Sundays at 1 o'clock. Mm -hmm. And then I have my Purple Roundtable, which is Living Behind the Mask Purple Roundtable. Because we always masking, right? Until we take that mask off, 
then I could say, this is who I am. But before this mask, just to conclude, before this mask, many people were wearing a mask before this mask. This yeah, is something that I always say. This is true. They always so wear the we mask. So we just, we just really covering up our mess. Right. <laughs> but with that being said, thank you so much for embracing us, yes, educating yes. us, and inspiring us. Um, and that is what we do here on Stimulating Minds. So until next time, take care and, and be well. Yes. Peace. Peace. <laughs>